And welcome to another week of Grounded with Brandon and Craig on this wonderful spring, the first day of May. It is beautiful outside. It's 85 degrees. It's sunny somewhere, but not here. I'm Brandon. <sighs> Craig is loving the weather. I'm Craig. And he's Craig. Oh my goodness. 40 degrees, rain, uh, wind today at 22 miles an hour. Tomorrow, same thing, 41 degrees, rain, wind at 22 miles an hour. Um, it is May, right? I think you so. did say May, right? May first. You said May, right? But you know, even though the weather might not be, you know, ideal mm-hmm. the way I like it, we are sitting here in a nice, comfy, cozy room. We're drinking coffee. That's right. And our coffee was brought to us special this morning. This morning. Like this morning, yeah. By Rob Drum. Rob Drum. And we are drinking, tell me again, we're drinking. It is Black Rifle Coffee's Just Black. Just Black. It's good. It is very good. Black, uh, Just Black is a medium roast. Yep. Uh, but it's not, again, is there a bad Black Rifle Coffee you blend? You know, I don't really think I've had a bad Black Rifle, but um, really appreciate uh, Rob uh, running that over this morning. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Allison brought it into us when we were talking, and she's like, hey, uh, some Black Rifle came in. Black Rifle Fairy came right, by and right. <laughs> delivered coffee. And um, so, and he said he j- appreciated us and wanted to refuel us, so he knows how to refuel us. He, we appreciate that. He did that. a good job. He did a good job. And especially, uh, Rob, you hit, you hit it right on the, on the nail on the head this morning, especially since the weather is the way it is we did need another refuel right yes it was good so that this is really good so i really appreciate really appreciate rob for for doing that and appreciate all of you for the so many of you who've given us coffee and uh, we've had several people do that and um we um so let's let's tell talk about it what do you, what do you think about this so have, you've had it before i've had this one before yeah. yeah quite quite a bit i actually have not had this okay. one before this is my first time and yes. i've had a lot of black rifle and so this one is just for me it's just a nice smooth it's got a I don't know. It's I don't know what. Hold on. I'm gonna take another drink. He's gonna take another drink. He he's he's sipping his coffee like wine. He sniffs it. He swirls it. That's right. He gulps it. It's just. I mean, again, most black rifle. There there have been a few black rifles that I've had. It's had a little bit of right. a, an acidic taste. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of that. This has nothing. Nothing no, along the no, line. No, no. It's just smooth. You're right. It's 100% smooth. There's no bitterness to it. No. It's 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 what you would call like it's a comfort cup of coffee. Would you say that? Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like having comfort food is basically what it is. So almost, this, this would be good with really bacon and eggs. I was gonna say it's almost and, like a breakfast blend. Yeah, and is. I'm a big fan of breakfast blends. But it's as a long little darker not, than that. It's darker I, I, than I like that. my coffee better than or uh, stronger than a breakfast Correct. blend. So it's a little stronger than that. I would agree so, with that. Which I I like that. Yep, I like that. So yeah, um, thanks. Yeah, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. So and that helped out. Just just to let you know, Craig, mm-hmm. I know the next few days are not looking good. But did you see the weekend? You know, it's it's I did. It's gonna start getting better. And next week, like eighties, eighties. I think so. And then we go to the other extreme, and then it will be like humid and one hundred and twenty. <laughs> You'll be like, hey, he's complaining again, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm with you. But. Yeah, everybody's over this weather. Everybody's over it. Cause somebody yeah. after church came up to me after the first service. It's like, I'm with you. I'm done with this weather. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rain continuing through 5 p.m. today. Yeah, That's awesome. yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, and winds are strong. Is it today or Mark? Today? Tomorrow? I'm not sure. I winds were like 20 miles an hour. That's a lot. 
Yeah. Like even if it's drizzling in the rain and, and it's raining like that and the wind is blowing at 20 miles an hour, you get soaked. It's like you're in a driving rain. Yeah. You know? I lied. Mid seventies, mid to upper seventies. Okay. Next See, that's week. Perfect. But still, yeah, but a lot of rain, a lot of possibility, you know, 48%, 24, 33, 58. So see, here's the thing with the weather that is, that we always have to remember is that this we time of control, the year, we can't control it. Well, we can't control <laughs> it. And you're 100% right. This is like Powerball numbers right now. Yeah. Um, but you know, I understand it going up to, 70 something and then dropping down to 50 and then you know maybe 69 and then 49 you know what i mean but not like 49 or 44 is the high for the day or 41 is the high for the day because am i not mistaken that two weeks ago or a week ago and a half 86 degrees was the day like yeah yeah two weeks from this thursday our temperature was 86 degrees 42 is the high today yeah so Hey, I know somebody who's looking forward to getting the podcast today. Who's that? Molly Nauman. She just Molly. snapped me back. She was like, yay. I sent a Snapchat out to some people. Uh, I got that. Yeah, you did. I did send it to you. I was like, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Right. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to be no said. No idea so. what's going to be said. <laughs> so, um, you know, we might as well go ahead and bring this up. And uh, we had uh, we had something happen over the weekend. And, um, you know, in a lot of us had things happen this weekend, but you had something happen this weekend to you where you got to wear your tights. I did. I did get to wear my tights. Which he's smiling. He loves yeah. to wear his tights. The hey, guy, the guy loves his tights. Those things are comfortable, man. They're comfortable. Uh huh. And, um, he got to, um, wear his headband. I did. You see that headband? I, I did see that headband. That was sweet. It said, let's go. And then uh, I have another one. I have another one. And it says, not today, Satan, but it was the wrong color green. So, you know, I had to color coordinate (laughs) with, with my tights. Oh my gosh. Now your tights, are they, are they, They are they, are they white or black or rainbow? They're black. So they were not rainbow. rainbow. Okay. I'm just checking. (laughs) So the ones I wore Saturday, they're black. They were a three quarter. So they come down my calf and then I had a, a pair of like neon green shorts on over top of them. Sounds masculine. It was anyway, very masculine. Uh, yeah, it sounds very masculine. But anyway, <laughs> you, your race took place and, um, yeah. so that was on Saturday yep. and you ran, um, what was it? 63 miles? Felt like it. Okay. It it felt like 13 it. miles. 13.1 miles. Yeah. 13.1 miles. Yeah. So, uh, it went well. It did go well. So here's the thing that I got you, you sent me and then y'all let you talk about the race. I, what I wanted to ask you about because I, 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 I'd have to pull it back up, but he sent me after he was done with the race, he sent me the like what place that my stats in. yeah which i was very impressed with that i th- I thought that was good did you th- were you were you pleased with that i was actually i was very pleased with that so there I've was never like, run just to throw this out there i've never run anything farther than a, a four miler yeah so i was very i was impressed and i and i and i and i, th- I think i said congratulations but um i i you know with all the stuff going on but no really i was very impressed with the uh the numbers because there was what four thousand what yeah. so there were four hundred people yeah. and then you placed at like nine twenty one or nine nine forty two nine forty two so i i felt like that was a good i thought that's pretty daggone yeah. good for yeah. never running right a race yeah yeah it felt really good um Obviously, I've trained a lot. You know, we've talked about that over the past, you know, couple months. Started in, I started in really, January. I, you've about, never mentioned that. About, right? <laughs> I started in mid-January. Um, I thought I was, you know, fully, fully prepared. I was fully prepared, but I, I could have been more prepared, honestly. Um, I started off a tick faster than I probably should have. Okay. But they say that happens because you get excited. The adrenaline's right. going, the excitement, you know, you're running with other people. Um, you know, just a lot of, of things that you're really not used to. And so my first five miles, my, 
my goal was eight and a half minutes a mile ish. Um, I wanted to be under two hours was was my eight, ultimate goal. Eight, eight, what, now, what was that again? Eight, eight and a half minutes a mile. I'm usually around six. But, Are you? Yeah. On your bike? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something like that. Um, <laughs> I started off and my first five miles were all five under under eight minutes. Oh, that's good. My fifth one was the fastest at seven minutes and 29 seconds. And it's like, oh. There you go. And, and, and I've felt it about mile eight where okay. it's like, wow, I started off way too quick. And right. about mile nine, nine and a half, ten, somewhere in there, I had to walk a little bit. Um, got into like the first – Half of the race was pretty flat. There was not a lot of uphill at all. Okay. And then as you got, we got closer to the, we ran all the way down, um, started on High Street down in Columbus, but we ran all the way down around the Horseshoe football stadium. Mm-hmm. And, um, down in that area, you started getting, and then after we got past it, you got into some incline. Okay. And that incline, like, and here's the thing. I mean, every, I think we've talked a lot about, you know, my story with, with what happened with my lungs a year and a half ago and just, you know, how, you know, rough that was, but my lungs were great. That's good. You know, and, and I give, honestly, I give all credit to God for that because, you know, he's the one that, that brought healing there. It was my legs that felt, <laughs> felt right. the, the pain. I needed more lungs in my legs, right? I needed <laughs> more right, lungs right. in my legs. Exactly. Um, and so I ended up. One hour, 52 minutes and 45 seconds, um, which averaged out to an average pace of eight minutes and 37 seconds a mile. That's really good. Um, and, and so I felt good. So for the males of, um, 30 to 39 years, which was my age range, which I'm 38 years. So I'm at the very top of that. Um, I finished very midlife crisis, you know, very midlife okay, crisis. Gotcha, gotcha. I finished 253rd out of 638 males, 30 to 39. Um, in my gender, so out of males total, 761st out of 2,186. That's good. And then, yeah, so 942nd overall out of 4,450. So 4, did, did you let any girls beat you? Yeah, there was, there's some girls. There's this one girl that passed me. I told Allie, I'm like, girl couldn't have weighed more than like, I said like four pounds, but seriously, like 90 pounds maybe. Like, like she, she looked like a runner. Right. I mean, just super, super skinny, um, legs, like just like as long as I am tall. Well, and that's, she, I mean, and I'm like, on. I'm running, you know, I'm running. And she, Did comes, she actually run by you or go over top of you. I think she jumped <laughs> okay, over me, okay. but no, she run by me and I'm like, and she is just so fluid. Yeah. Like you could yeah. tell she was a runner. She was, I mean, she was much younger than me too. Yeah. So, you know, obviously that helps. So, uh, you know, if I was in that race, it would have been, I would have been a little bit like that, except, um, I would have been like leaning forward and stomping really hard, arms failing and froth coming out of my right. mouth and nose. Like, and that was like at a half a mile. Right. So I would have been done. Yeah. So, my but, dad, <laughs> um, we, we FaceTimed after I finally got my sea legs under me after the race, I got a banana and, and some water in me and FaceTime my mom and dad and they, they'd kept track. Um, but, um, my dad was like, yeah, we figured it out. You were around, uh, the top 20%. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. And he was like, but I'd have been in the top 10%. And I'm like, oh, really? He said, yeah, the top 10% of the ones that didn't finish. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so do you know who won? I don't. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm That's not fair. sure. Um, I mean, I can look it up. And, and this was called the Flavor the, Town race? The Flavor Town Half Marathon. Yeah, okay, I mean, gotcha. the Cap City Half Marathon. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Top finishers. So, um, the top woman, um, was one hour, 19 minutes, and 59 seconds. 
Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's wow. see here. The overall top male. So this was the something Allen was his Allen was his last name. I couldn't pronounce the woman's last name. Um one hour, six minutes and thirty two seconds. With that's an average pace of five minutes and five seconds a mile. Wow. Yeah, that's I Oh wow. And that's the that's the cool thing about running a race like that. Like I wasn't out to beat anybody else. Like I was out to beat you know, not beat myself, but I was you know, I, I had okay, so I had three main goals. <laughs> Goal number Not one. To pass out. Goal number one was to finish. Okay. Goal number two, don't get sick. And goal number three was to be under three hours. I accomplished all three of those goals. Or under three hours. Under two hours, sorry. Under two hours, okay. I accomplished all, all of those gotcha. goals. But, but yeah, it was cool because there were a total of like 10,000 runners total because they had the half marathon, the quarter marathon, and a 5K. So not everybody finished the race. What do you mean? No, that was over the 4,400 some runners were the ones that ran the half marathon. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Right. Gotcha. But we were, I mean, as but we there was did, a full marathon going on. No, 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 no. The half was the, the farthest. Okay. The full marathon that they'll do in Columbus will be, um, it's on a Sunday in October. Okay. Gotcha. I'm not running that this year. My goal is to run that next year. Oh, it's 26.2 miles. But anyway, so yeah, we, but so when you're doing that, I'm going to be eating hamburger, but anyway, go ahead. Sounds good. We <laughs> yeah, ran, right. dude, we, have you ever heard of Thurman's down in Columbus? I have. We ran by Thurman's at like, I don't know, it was probably Lunchtime. about eight, fit, no, it was <laughs> okay. like eight twenty in the morning. I'm like, uh, hamburger actually sounds really good right now. <laughs> we were only like a couple awesome. miles in, but, um, awesome. But yeah, it was, it was kind of neat because we, um, you know, obviously we had to, a different route than the quarter marathon and the right. 5k, right. but at toward the end within the first, the last mile to two miles, you kind of join back together. And mm -hmm. so there's a lane over here for us that mm -hmm. we're running the half. And then there was a left lane for those that were running the quarter and the 5k. And, and so we were, you know, we were passing people who were running the quarter marathon That's and crazy. the 5k <laughs> as we were. Cause so that felt pretty good. It oh, was yeah. like, you know, you know, you're kind of in the top, mm -hmm. the top tier there. If you're, catching people that are running the shorter races well it, you um i'm glad you glad you were able to do it glad you did hit your goals and, thank you um and i can still walk today and you can walk yep exactly and that's, that's always the big thing the thing i didn't understand is why he kept asking me to look at his feet yesterday you want to see my blisters i'm like no <laughs> finally he said finally i said you know what let me pop your blisters and oh. he looked at me and went no <laughs> yeah i figured you pull out like a sledgehammer or exactly something. got him pop those for you yeah, pop them all at once <laughs> both feet Oh man. Yeah. So uh but yeah, so congratulations Thank and you. um you know eat a little uh eat, eat some grits now and you oh, know that go sounds for good. It. Yeah. It yeah. does sound good, doesn't it? That sounds yeah. So we um celebrated Allie's brother's birthday. It was Saturday as well and went to the G and R Saturday night. Nice. So that's nice. I had I we got a large cheese plate, like for Allie and Jordan and I, and Christian had some too. But um, he kept saying, "Dad, hand me some ham." I'm like, "Buddy, that's bologna." <laughs> bologna, right? Bologna. He was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. right there. It is so good." My yeah, I probably ate three quarters of that myself. I do like that. That's some good stuff. And then right. I had a obviously a fried bologna sandwich and some onion rings. Yeah, good stuff. Right, it was so good. Yeah, right. Makes yeah. you just makes you feel good. And I had so I I don't drink pop. You know that. Um. After the race, they had some pop there, and I thought, oh, that sounds – something carbonated sounds so good. And the they had all, like, zero-sugar stuff. And so I told Jordan, I'm like, hey, grab me a zero-sugar Dr. Pepper. 
It was so nasty. Mm. So when we went to the GNR, I'm like, I want a fountain Pepsi. Like, I, I don't drink pop very often, but yeah. it's like, I'm getting a fountain Pepsi. Yeah. I like root beer. Root beer. Root beer is good. I do like root beer. Root beer is good too. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink soda, but I do like root beer. Yeah. But, um, so. well, congratulations. And, um, now we're on to the next thing. Now, whatever that next is. Thing. Whatever right. it is. Warmer weather? I hope so. Oh my goodness. Had a good day yesterday. Had a great day yesterday. Actually, um, we've the, been, we've been wall to wall people for four or five weeks now. Yeah, it's we have. crazy. Yeah. Um, you can't hardly move through that room. You can't move through the hallways. And, um, it's great. But great day yesterday. We had three baptisms yesterday. Yes. And, uh, <coughs> sorry, I don't know what happened there, but I, um, I'm, I was, I, I really, uh, I love it that, um, our moms and dads and grandpas yep. are baptizing their, their kids. I love it. I, yeah. I just absolutely love it. I mean, why shouldn't they? Exactly. Right? I would say that's what it's really about. They're the ones that are pouring into exactly. them on a daily basis. Exactly. So like yesterday, um, we had, uh, three mm-hmm. uh, baptisms and Porter Davis yep. was baptized by his mom, Becca. And now uh, that, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then Everett. Yep. Ross Forever was baptized Ross. by um, his mom, Stephanie, yep. and she did well. Yes. She was like, man, she could actually, I'm a, when she got done doing that, I'm like, man, should I be alarmed? She's a good speaker. Right. I'm like, should, should we be alarmed? She, she can yeah. do it. <laughs> like crazy. And then, um, Olivia, how do you pronounce Eric. Her? Eric. She uh, was baptized by her grandpa, Terry, uh, Kaler. So. Yes. That was yep. awesome. Yep. So that was really good. All did a great job. And, um, I love, uh, it just, man, you talk about, you talk about excitement. Yeah. That, and bringing those kids and, and those kids. And I know we said this on Easter Sunday when the kids came over for the, um, for Bruin and Christian's baptisms too. But those kids do such a great job of coming in and watching oh, yeah. those baptisms and being excited for their friends. And, exactly. And, and I know there's some more. Of those that are thinking about being baptized, we have we have some adults thinking and some about adults. It. And, yeah, and so yeah, we just uh, if you're if you're one of those who are listening, uh, man, just pull the trigger on this. Yeah. Don't 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 overthink this. Yep. It's um, um, make the decision to uh, do what the what God's word says, and don't complicate it by um, you know what you've heard or what you've uh, what other, somebody else has said. Just read God's word and find yep. out you you you'll go you'll come to the conclusion this is what you need to do. Exactly. So. Uh, so um, it's good. I mean, I'm, yeah. I pray, I, I kind of guess I have a blanket prayer for everybody who's making that decision that they'll just make that decision mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, and make this happen. Cause here's the thing that people don't realize when you watch a baptism, there's something very spiritual about mm-hmm. that, that God's spirit moves because I guaranteed that the first two baptisms with, um, Christian and, um, Bruin, Bruin, yep. um, helped exactly. In the, and that actually helped some of our mm-hmm. adults because the adults saw that. And so right. then I had questions from adults. So it's a very spiritual thing that God uses. Yes. So it's a sermon in that. Yeah. So. I would say it's definitely a witness. Exactly. And, and you, you are, you're preaching just by that obedience. Exactly. You know, to God's command to be baptized, you're, yep. you're essentially preaching that. Exactly. So yeah. that was exciting. Yep. That was exciting. We had, um, it was a really good day, large crowd. And, um, mm-hmm. it was, uh, the electricity in the oh, uh, second service was awesome. It was great. It was awesome. Did you hear them? I did the countdown song. That was a song by Matt Marr. It was uh, called The Lord's Prayer. Uh-huh. It's yours. And, um, and, uh, I got done with it. And the second service, they clapped like crazy. Yeah. They applauded. And, and do you know why? Why? Because you were done singing. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Uh, they actually did it on the first two, but it wasn't that, as, right. There wasn't as many people in the room at the time. Correct. But no, you're right. They they did applaud. But that was a good song. It is a good song. That was a good song. And that, yeah. so their response now. I wasn't sure if they were applauding for the song or the Pac-Man game going behind you. Maybe that's what it was. 
So now I'm questioning, like, do we introduce that song? Because it, it, Matt Marr, you know, obviously had a lot of help in writing that song because it, can, it pretty much comes straight out of scripture, except for the bridge of it, right? You know, but Father, let your kingdom come. Father, yeah. let your will be done. Well, um, it was a good song. I thought the words were good, and, and that's the beauty of um coming in during the countdown. I thought it was kind of cool because I actually did hear several people say when they were coming in and you were singing and they saw the Pac-Man, right. they thought it was, they thought it was, um, really good. Yeah. And then, but I did notice cause I was standing in the back, uh, next to the sound booth. Yes. And people did come in. I could tell they were listening. Yes. And so that yep. was good. Then when, when you did finish, they were, they clapped yeah. and that was, that so was kudos cool. also to Randy because um, Randy, Randy created that background and I love that. Did. Like I may just, I may did. put that on my computer. Even my, my my daughter and son-in-law were here mm-hmm. yesterday, which was awesome to see. Yeah, was, so they, it was they a surprise. Yeah. It, they popped in, and so I'm standing by the sound booth and um, watching people come in. And I'm asking Allison, I don't know, recognize these people, and then somebody else came in. I'm like, who is that? And then Jonathan, my son-in-law, walks. In. We call him J Mac, and mm-hmm. he walks in, and he's kind of turned his back toward me. And I was like, man, that looks like my son-in-law from the back. And then he turned. I was like, that is my son-in-law. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. So. That was fun. That was fun to see them. So, yeah. And they said your um, your grandson came in and he was all excited to see you. And then he saw Pac Man on the wall and he's like, "He did. What's Pac Man doing here?" Exactly. Like exactly. He, he just totally lost it. Didn't with care me. about you anymore. No, not he was at like, all. Pac Man's here. Not at all. But even Jonathan, he was uh, talking about he, the um, Pac Man game was cool. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. That was really good. So the, I, I really, uh, you know, just a big thank you to, um, big thank you to everybody that helps yes. out on Sunday. I mean, we've got people in the stream room. We got people in the sound booth. We have stuff that takes place prior to that. Uh, thank you to Randy for, um, you know, doing, doing our, our graphics. I mean, uh, part of the graphics and part of what you see is, it's a teaching tool. Exactly. Um, and I think it helps. Yeah. I, I well, do. I, I, as a visual person. I was going to say, I'm a visual person. You know, 40 years ago, you probably didn't need that because right. we didn't have, we weren't, we were always visual, mm-hmm. but it wasn't to the magnitude because I mean, we can on our phones, television, right. anything at any time. So when you've got all this visual effects, I think it really mm-hmm. does help. And I have to be honest with you, the uh, graphics this time, I thought are, they're phenomenal. They're, they're good. They're yeah. really good. Yeah. And that was a fun. So good for you. Thanks. Thanks for making that up. I was going to say, I, I do the, the main graphics and then Grant, Randy, um, takes and, and does the, um, sermon series. He does all that. He does way more with them than, um, than I do. And so that's, that's awesome. But that's, this one was a fun one to create. It was, you know, a lot of times I'll take and create them from scratch. And, mm-hmm. and so this one, you know, there's layers that go into it. And yep. so it was, you know, placing Pac-Man, placing the ghosts yep. and all that stuff and yep. then creating, you know, the, the color scheme and, yeah. and getting the font and all that fun Everything stuff. It just pops. It's really yeah. good. It's really, really good. So, but thank you to everybody who always helps yes. out me here in the stream room, Absolutely. here in, you know, the sound booth, uh, mm-hmm. all the sliding. And I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know if people realize everything that takes place. You just think you're walking into right. church. Man, there's been a lot of work going to that prior to anybody mm-hmm. getting there. And, um, worship practice, yeah. um, you know, on Thursday nights. Yep. Um, Working on songs, you know, it's just, it's just, what yeah. it, it is what yeah. it is, but it's awesome because you, you can, you, you, yeah. you feel the spirit moving prior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and for my team, I've got, a, I do have a great group of, of, of team members there, but you know, we do it for one reason. That's to glorify God and, you know, to give right. him honor. And, and so I appreciate that. But also if you're listening and, you know, you're not serving somewhere, I know we've talked about serving, um, you know, 
and and maybe you think that oh I could run sound or I could mm-hmm. be in the stream room. Reach out to me if maybe you you're like ah that's not for me, but you're like Craig and you're like oh I could definitely serve with the older kids on the other <laughs> side. Um, you know we've got spots that you know we definitely have places that we just need people to step up and and to serve in. And so my I would say my poor wife, but she loves to do it. You know, Allie runs down most weeks and she enjoys it and she's, you know, she's really good at it. But, you know, if we have other people to run sound, I'll give her a break. I'll put her in the stream room. I mean, she has I'll step, send her to the other side with the kids. She has to step through the service twice though. That she has to, yeah. Wow. Well, so do you. I do. Sometimes. So do I. I, I stepped away yesterday, but so I was I. still listening, but. Had to make sure that everybody all yesterday. The kids I was got over. winding things down, and we always give each other. I don't know when I'm supposed to come up, so Brandon always nods to me, so that's when I come up. And I try to tell him, "You can come up during this time, after this scripture, after this quote, or right, whatever." Right. So during the second service yesterday, I already did the second scripture, and I'm getting down to the end, and I'm like, "Okay, Where's I guess um, I'm just gonna have him stand and." I'm going to lead in Kumbaya or something. Right. So, um, but it was, you, I went over to make sure came, that the, the I saw kids you who were, in, yeah, yeah so. I told, I had to make sure the kids who were getting baptized went in, sat with their parents yeah, so they could yeah. get up to do. I kind of gave a deal. collective sigh of relief when I saw you. Right. In the back. I'm like, okay, here he goes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're like, Linda, you were come on up exactly, and play. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yes, no, I agree with you 100% kudos to, to our team, we we definitely appreciate yeah. you. It does not go. Yeah, I mean, that goes for everybody on yep. Sunday morning. I mean, our Absolutely. Connections Cafe, yep. all the people who work every single week, and all the the different spin that every single person down in the cafe puts on that. Yes, uh, people who make coffee. Uh, you know, it's just everything. The, I mean, opening up the doors, yeah, uh, getting yeah. the heat and the air turned on. I mean, everything. It's just there's a lot of people involved. But like Brandon said, we we need a lot of people yeah. involved. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's like generosity. We talked about gener- generous with your time. It's right. not just writing a check or giving right. cash. It's what can you do to serve God? Yep. You know, um, and how how can you serve God? Yes. And um, you know, if this is your church home, you need to serve God here. Mm-hmm. And you know, and pick something out that you can do. Yes. Um, because there's yep. there's so many things that that. That need help. And, God, and apparently God's bringing them here because our tennis right. is like, boom. It's right. like, wow. Exactly. So, um, we, we, the more people that comes, the more people we're going to need to, to yep. serve. And so thank God he's bringing them though. Absolutely. Thank God, right. Yep. So it's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. I, uh, it, it's very exciting. I, I don't remember since I've been here, um, and, and the last three years have been wonky, crazy, but, um, prior say to 2020, we did we, – we had some momentum, but I don't believe it was like this. Right. Not to this magnitude. Would you agree? I mean I don't remember a lot of times people sitting on the front row. Right. So people have been on the front row. Besides like Easter. Besides Easter or Christmas. On the front row, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah. But yeah, yesterday uh, was a great day, and um, we, we talked about leveling up in generosity, and um, – I gave the definition of level up. It's, it may not be the best definition, but I liked it. That's why I put it in there. And it was increase of something progressing to the next level. It sounds pretty uh, simple, but right. if you think about a video game, it's like, what do you try to do? You mm-hmm. try to get through that level. You try to master that level. Yep. And then you get to the next level. Right. And, um, and when you're in the middle of those levels, what are you doing? You're, 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 you're making mistakes. You're right. getting set back and it's kind of like life, isn't it? Right. Yeah. You learn from those mistakes. Yeah. But the truth is, is that on, you know, you, I'm thinking about Mario, you know, you learn from those mistakes and you try not to make the same mistakes again. Exactly. It's exactly like life. 100%. And I think that's the beauty of 
talking about leveling up because um, God uses our mistakes, mm-hmm. would you agree? Yep. If we allow him to use them to get us to the next level. Right. It's a learning process. Mm-hmm. Because here's what I've always thought about when I've made mistakes or I've done something stupid or or whatever. It's that God, if my heart is with God, God can take my mistakes. He can turn those around and you reuse those for mm-hmm. his good. Exactly. Even though sometimes my mistakes are not. I don't want to bring them back up. Oh, exactly. He still has a tendency to use those for, for sure. what he wants to use them yeah. for. He's not going to let any stone go unturned. Right. 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 And the um, nice thing, too, is is that I feel like... For me in my life, like God has given me way more extra lives than I do. I get in a video game. You are like a cat, right? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need those extra lives, bro, with those rainbow tights. Because I'm telling you, 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 I do not have rainbow tights. What color are they? Black. He says, I do have a pair of. <laughs> do I have a pair of white ones? I may have a pair of white ones. He's very generous with his tights. Can I just say this? I am. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so black tights. But would you agree that um, generosity starts with God? Mm-hmm. Uh, love starts yeah, with God. Absolutely. Everything starts with God, right? Yeah. 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 And, and that's the thing is we, you know, we look to God. We look to Jesus as our example. Right. Um, you know, we should we should be generous because God was generous to us. We should give of our time. Because God has been generous with us. We should love others because God has loved us. You know, you read John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And the beauty of that scripture and the gift of God, mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ forgiving us of our sins and walking out of the tomb, that is the, that, that proves that God's the ultimate gift giver. Exactly. No gift can ever top that. For sure. And, um, and so I know we've talked about this before. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on here, but you know, we talked about that's what makes Easter and Christmas so important to yes. us. Uh, because you do get the gift, the promise of the manger of that mm-hmm. Jesus was sent to die on the cross for your sins. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Easter is saying that Jesus walked out of the tomb, and now we have the promise of e- eternal life. Yes. And that's that's redemptive love. So I know we've said this before. Would you agree? And I, I know this is really hard sometimes because I, I I know I have to force myself. I don't want to say force. I have to be intentional. To think like this: that every day is Christmas yeah. and Easter. Yes, it's not just the feeling of oh today is Christmas right. or hey today is Easter. No, we we really need to live in in the. I don't know, in the shadow of the, of, of the manger and the tomb and, and the resurrection every single day. Well, it's That's like who we are, right? It's like this, you know, as a, as a married person, right? You, you're, yeah. you've been married for how many years? A long time. A long time. 38 years. I've been up. married. I'm coming up on 15 years. Um, you know, in, in our anniversaries here at the end of this month, May 24th, but, we don't just kind of celebrate each other on May 24th, right? Right. If we only celebrated our marriage and, and, you know, the love that God has given us and I told her I loved her only on May the 24th, is that right. marriage going to, to last? Right. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thankful every single day that, you know, God has, obviously, you know, it's not like rainbows and butterflies and all oh, of that yeah, every right, single right, day. Right. But we still have to acknowledge that and, and we have to realize that God has given us, you know, each other for, you know, for right. a reason and we celebrate that, not just on May the 24th right. every year. Right. And it's the same with, with our walk, 
you know, with God. You know, right. we have. I love that when you said that. Like every day should be Easter sure. and Christmas. Yeah. And know? it's like every day should, if you're married, there should be your anniversary. Exactly. Yeah, that's a really good point that you brought up there, and that's a good way to uh, sink your teeth into that a little bit. Because um, I was actually talking to somebody several years ago, and it was a husband and wife. I was in Cleves, and they weren't there all the time, but they they had mm-hmm. they come up for like two or three months at a time okay. to visit their family. They live in Florida. They usually come up when it was warmer, you know, so, but I was talking to them and they told me, this was been a few years back. They told me that they were coming up on their 40th wedding anniversary. And I was like, oh, congratulations. You guys going to do anything special? Here's what she said. She's like, you know, she's like, I know you're going to think I'm stupid and corny, but she's like, we try to make every day special. Mm-hmm. That's she's awesome. like, the anniversary marks the day. She's like, it's like our wedding day. It was the wedding day. And she's like, that wasn't the most special day of our life. Right. She's like, could be the most special day of my life is a common ordinary day Wednesday night with my husband. Mm. I was like, that's awesome. I, I was like, so every day is kind of your anniversary. And she yeah. went, yeah, every day is our anniversary. Right. She's like, we're always trying to pour into each other. Mm-hmm. The word she said was pour. That's and awesome. I was like, that's awesome. That is great. Yeah. And that's kind of the same mm-hmm. way. And I think sometimes we get to Christmas. We're like, okay, celebrating Christmas. Okay. We're celebrating Easter. Okay. It's church on Sunday. Right. We have a tendency right. to separate and divide. Right. Exactly. And we, we can't do that. And that's my, you know, my big thing. And I, I think I even prayed, prayed this yesterday was, you know, we take communion every week. Yes. And, and I think it can be, it can be easy for me yeah. to just go through the motions. Um, but you know, every time we take communion, it should be special to us. We should reflect on and remember, wow, God sent Jesus to die for me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so, you know, it's the same thing with communion. You know, we should, it shouldn't just be, you know, a kind of a one time a year mm-hmm. thing or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It should be a daily thing. We should be remembering, you know, not that we take communion, you know, we, we, you know, take and eat a piece of bread and, right. and drink juice every day, but to remember every single yep. day. Wow. Yep. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son. So have you ever taken communion on your own by yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, Yes. Not just on Sunday either. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, uh, I'm going to let you all in a little secret. I very rarely ever take communion on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And here's why. I am always thinking about what I need to do, mm-hmm. and I, my mind is a jumbled mess. I'm not saying I don't thank God at communion time. I will take communion on Sunday, Yep. but it doesn't happen every Sunday. Um, but what I normally do is take it out and uh, take it away when I can actually spend time with God. So I'll get one of our things that we have and I'll do that. So, um, Anita was gone at our daughter's house, uh, last week or the, yeah, I think it was last week. It was one of those days where it was like 65 degrees. And so I thought, um, you know, I'm going biking tonight and I'm going to do this. So I rode about 13 or 14 miles. I ride, you, you run. Right. So I'd rather ride, but, um, so I rode about 14 miles and I got about probably, I was about eight miles and I brought my communion with me. Mm-hmm. I'd stuffed it into my shirt. And um, and so I stopped in this wooded area and got off the bike, put the bike in, you know, pu- put it off the path and um, walked into the woods. And uh, there was a bench in there. Mm-hmm. And I just sat down there. And um, I was by this little, you know, you, you know the trail. It's um, where you run. In oh, Marysville. Jim Jim Simmons you know, in Marysville. You know, there's this one place yes. where um, there's a bench overlooking the water. The water, yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, that's where I sat. Awesome. And I sat there for probably about 10 minutes and uh, just really thought about God and um, did have my phone with me. And that that was – that has to be – you know, I love doing that because it allows me to you know see God. So when you're talking about communion and you're talking about all these things, it is every day. Mm-hmm. And I could do that every single day. Right. I could take communion every day 
in that setting because my mind was so in tune with God and my heart was there. Right. Um, but, um, and I think that we need to realize that, you know, yes. it's kind of like, um, if COVID did anything, which I think was ridiculous, <laughs> um, but people taking communion on their own and using things that were different than what was set up from the right. church right. to take communion, I think put a whole different spin on communion that you could take communion outside of the church building. Right. Literally, I had somebody say, I didn't know we could take communion outside the church. I'm like, really? Right. I'm like, come right. on. But anyway, back to generosity. Yeah. Yes, we kind we, of we kind of spider web, but hey, that's that's the beauty of grounded, right? That's right. We have good coffee and 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 it's we we call the shots. This is true. Yeah, you you know what? And you can turn a, turn us off, right? I can. I can go back in and dub over like you start to say something, and I can I can say something over top of it. You've never done that before, have you? No, okay. I didn't think so. It's usually pretty raw cut, right? Yeah, normally we don't – I think once I've had to go back in and because we just – I think we lost it and started laughing or something. And yeah, it was probably true. I can't but, remember. But other than that – It's we, pretty uh, – what, what we record is what you get. Yes. Yeah, I got so you. So you get us at our purest state. <laughs> Which is sometimes Which not good. Which is – we apologize. <laughs> so back to generosity. Here's the thing, though. We, we need to realize that everything comes from God. And everything that we have yeah. is God. Mm-hmm. And, um, and no matter what the world says or what they try to do, the truth is that you, we as Christians should know that every single thing comes from God and everything good mm-hmm. comes from God. James one seventeen, Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down from, from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And then Chuck Swindoll's always on it. Yes, he is. I mean, no matter if he's age 30 or age 90, he, right. he's on it. He says James one seventeen is basically saying that everything in your life, every talent, all of your abilities come from one place. I love this. Your creator, God. Yes. It's his. He uh, he owns it. Mm-hmm. He owns every, even the shirt on your back. Yes. It's his. Yes. He's allowed you to get that. It, it's the, it's kind of like your kids being at home. It's kind of like, right. you know, my kids are like, you know, if your kids like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, tough. Mm-hmm. Everything you have right now as a 10 year old is because I've allowed you to have it. Exactly. Every, if you have a phone, if you have video games, the clothes, your shoes, your bed, everything, everything has because guess what? I'm gracious and I let you have it. Exactly. And I love you. That's right. why you get it for sure. But I need for you to be grateful, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> and my kids are at that age right now where they're not always grateful. But yeah, uh, I, I I didn't read the story, and it's such a long drawn out story. That's why I didn't do it. But in the parable of the talents, mm-hmm. um, Jesus talks about three three people getting talents, and you know, two used their talents and made more talent. And made more, yep. And then one didn't. He, he actually hit it. it in the yeah. ground. He he was afraid. The yep. the Bible actually says, "I was afraid yeah. that of of what he might do." So I hid your talent in the ground. Here's what belongs to you, is what he says. Right. And Jesus says this to him in Matthew 25 verse 26, "You wicked and lazy servant." Mm-hmm. And when I read that, I always think, "What talents am I not using that God has given to me that I'm not using?" Because honestly, I feel like the one talent man. Yeah. I feel like I can do one thing. And one thing, well, mm-hmm. but what what else am I kind of covering up by my personality that God wants me to flush out? Right. Yeah. You know that's why you know we've already talked about serving. That's why it's so important that you serve or you find a place to serve or you use your abilities and your talents to serve God. Because when we talk about generosity, we're not talking about just money. Yeah. I'm not that's talking about part you, right? of it. 
that is a part of it. It is a part of it. It's just a part. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's giving. It's serving. It's um, your attitude. It's mm-hmm. glory to God. It's your worship. Mm-hmm. This is all part of being a generous person. It literally right. is what's inside of your heart. Exactly. It's not what you do. It's who you are. Exactly. Would you agree with that? I 100%. I love um, your generosity defined. You said giving good things to others freely and abundantly. It involves, and this is important, both attitude and action. You know, because if we are, you know, we'll use the money thing. Okay? We give our money. Right. It's like, ugh, I give, you know, I'll give whatever the amount is because I have to. Because I'm supposed to. Right. Keep it. God, do, if, if that's your attitude. Yeah, keep it. God doesn't want it. And so I love that. It involves both our attitude and our action. You know, if we're like, okay, God has blessed me. God has given me mm-hmm. this. You know, you know, for for me, you know, obviously, you know, m- one of my roles here, my job is to lead worship. Right. To be, and I hate that. I, you know, not to get too far off track with that, but like, I hate that phrase to lead worship. I prefer to, you know, to think of myself as the, the lead worshiper. Like I'm worshiping and, and inviting everybody else to do that with me. But God has given me a gift. He's given me a talent to play guitar, to sing, to work with other people, you know, musically. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't getting paid, paid for that, Nally and I've had this conversation. Like if that wasn't part of my job, I would still probably be serving, and I have in the past, you right? Know, where I've I've served and I've helped out other you know places with that, because that's what I love to do. It's a gift that God has given me, right? You know, so you know what are what are those gifts that God has given us that we can use to give back to Him? Because it, it involves both our attitude and our actions. I think it's a good point because um, I. Um, I was talking about, well, man, I like to have, a, I like to have money dumped on me so I don't have to worry about, you know. <laughs> right. So I said, well, if you had money dumped on you, would you, what would you do? And I said, you know, I may be, I might not do anything really any different. Right. Um, I'd still do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because do I believe that, you know, that Jesus is the hope of the world? Yes, yes I do. Do yeah. I believe that God can transform any life? Yes, I do. Do I believe that the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only thing that will change a person's life? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, even though people get ticked off at me and, and not just, and the world doesn't so much, but the people of the church, get <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I've never seen so many irate people in my life as I've seen since 2020. But you know what? I, because I believe this so much and because this is what God's called mm-hmm. me to do, and I know you feel the same way. Yep. I'm, I'm not gonna yeah. step aside. I'm not going to do. Uh, I'm not going to give in to Satan because that's what Satan yep. wants. Because um, I think it's been proven that God is doing something here right, right now yep. in this cornfield. Am I right? Yep. And so we have to be generous when it comes to our time and our money and attitude and glory mm-hmm. to God mm-hmm. and worship of God and our heart and our mindset. Our speech, right? Yeah. Everything, everything, everything is about generosity yes. here. Right. And, um, I, I brought up yesterday, I said, have you ever noticed you don't have to teach your kids and your grandkids to be selfish? Exactly. You're always like, hey, share with your brother, share with yep. your sister. Yep. Hey, make sure you let them ride your bike. No, you've yeah, had it, like, you've had your turn. Oh you man. And if I've heard the phrase, I want one time in the last week, I've heard it 5,000. I want this. Right. I want that. I want, I want. Yeah. You don't have to teach that. <laughs> no, you don't. It's selfish. You don't. It's who we are. Exactly. Do you like Alistair Begg? That was so good. You want me to read it? Yeah. Do you like him? Have you I, heard I haven't, him? I haven't listened to him You know, a he's lot. up in I Cleveland. Have... Okay. That's where he's from. Okay. I didn't and know that. he's from, uh, uh, like London. 
Okay. He's, he's awesome. I, gotcha. I, he's really good. Anyway, it's a good quote. <clears throat> this is very good. He said, God doesn't have giving. He is giving. God doesn't have hope. He is hope. God doesn't have love. He is love. Everything about God is generous, and he requires that in return. 100%. I mean, you, you uh, read, I think it was last week, uh, one of my favorite passages, Philippians 2. Yeah. Um, 5 through 11. I've got, if you've seen my tattoo down the back of my arm, it's Philippians, it's the reference, it's not the whole verse, but, or the, all of, all yeah. the verses. It's the small part. Um, I, I, I don't have that big of an arm, but, um, you know, your attitude, it starts off, your attitude should, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. Exactly. exactly. And, and, you know, we look at him as the example. Yeah. Um, you'll be saying more like Jesus at the very end yesterday as, as a reminder of that's, that's our, yeah, that's, that's our example. Yeah. That's our guide. Well, yesterday, um, I used an example of a dad and his son eating french fries at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And, and I did it on purpose. I almost didn't do this, but I did it because I wanted people to get the, the whole picture. Right. So I kept referring back to it. I kind of, when I was, when I, when, when I, when I was playing this out, I was like, oh man, I don't know how this is going to go over. But I decided, what I said is that there was a little boy that wanted to have, um, a Coke and fries at McDonald's. And dad's like, okay, we'll go, we'll grab, we'll go and do this. And so they stop in. Little boy had the large order of French fries and a Coke. Dad reaches over and says, hey buddy, come and have a fry. And the little boy pulls his fries back and is like, no, they're mine, they're mine. And a little, and the dad's like, hey buddy, you better give me a French fry because I bought them, they're mine. If you don't, I'll take them all. And so I use that as a, as a reference that I, sometimes I feel like that, that's the Christian community. That's, that's the church of, um, of Jesus Christ where God is asking us to do something, to grow, to change, to, to give, to serve. And we're like, no, it's mine, mine, mine. That's the attitude that we have. I exactly. mean, I've seen this so much in my life. Right. And can I just say, I'm sick of it. Right. I, I'm actually, I have nothing left to give. Yeah. Or no more patience, no more mercy with that yeah. attitude from a person who's been a Christian for more than 10 years. Because I'm if done. you, yeah, if you I'm truly done. believe what the Bible says, it's all God's anyways. Exactly. It's all God. You, you go look back at the, you know, the parable of the talents yep. that you mentioned. You know, what did the two who did something with their talents yep. get in return? They, they got blessed with more, more, exactly. more, more responsibility, more talents, you know, and so that's the truth is, is that God, if we use what God has given us, mm-hmm. he's going to give us more. But guess what? If we don't use those talents, he may take it away. Exactly. That's you why know, I, this was yesterday I was like, no, God, you don't get one French fry out of 10. Exactly. You know, it's that you, you just don't, don't have, and you know, <clears throat> when, when you bring that out, you know, the, the ones who use their talents got more. Doesn't that go for us as a church? Mm-hmm. The more that we allow God to work, the more he gives us. Exactly. But the more that we hold on and it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. He doesn't bless us. Yes. He's not going to allow us to grow. He's not going to allow us to do what he wants us to Our, our outreach is going to be terrible. Exactly. But when we are like, okay, God, it is yours. Watch what happens. Yes. And, um, it's really, this is spiritual. Mm-hmm. And when people throw physical into the spiritual, it is yeah. a terrible Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. You kept saying that yesterday, and I told you after service, I'm like, all I could think about there for one one little section was Finding Nemo yeah. with the the seagulls. Where they're like, mine, 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 mine. mine. But, I, but I you, should have used that yesterday. But if you think about it, that's what happens. Exactly. Because guess what? They're all going for that one thing, and they're all fighting against each other. Yeah. Ends up like like none of them get it. Right. Right, but that's what happens right. to us, and you know, especially yeah. in the church when we do that, yeah. it's like you're fighting against right. yourself. Like we're supposed to be right. the body of Christ, 
Yeah, just try to paint a wall or change the carpet or take a pew out. They're like, mine, <laughs> mine, 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 mine. Yeah, but here's yeah, it's a terrible. Here's a great terrible. reminder from Jesus, Luke six thirty eight. Give, and it will be given to you. <laughs> a good measure, not just not not just it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use. It will be measured to you. Basically, God's saying, my blessing is going to be so much, you're not even going to know how to handle it. Exactly. It's going to be out of control. Right. And I, the last part is convicting. I'm telling you, the last part is convicting. The measure you use is going to be measured to you. Yeah. Yep. So that's convicting. Got to have some self-examination on wow. that one. Yeah. I mean, I'm humbled by Right. I was humbled when I put it in there. I was humbled when I read it yesterday, and I'm humbled by hearing it again. Um, and you need to understand that I, I 100% believe that... It, I, Generosity is a learned trait. Mm-hmm. It's an intentional trait that you're like, I'm going to have to be generous. Right. It's, it is putting in action what God wants you and what he's calling you, um, to do. Yeah. Oh, it is. And, and, you know, you, I think going down, you, you talk about selfishness. So like, I had to take a step back. It's like, man, I can be, I can be a very selfish person sometimes. And I think we all probably can, but no, but not you, but I, I for sure can. Oh, come on. A hundred percent. You know, and it's whether it's selfish with my time. You know? Oh, you said time. I thought you said tights. I was like, no, please be selfish with those. Those are mine. Okay. Those mine. Yeah. Mine. I literally mine. thought you said mine. Mine. mine? <laughs> I thought you said tights. <laughs> my tights. <laughs> my tights. Um, but my time. You know. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's like, you know, well, I don't, I don't want to do that because that's getting into my time, and I had plans to do this. Okay, but what does God want me to do? Mm-hmm. You know. And so you were talking about that. I was like, oh, okay. You know, my toes were already sore from the blisters. Thankfully, I wore my hey dude yesterday, but it's like. I should have worn my, I should have bought a pair of like steel toe hay dudes. I don't know if they make those, but right. like you're stepping on my, my toes at that Pop point. Of those blisters, right? Yeah, you were. Um, Greg Laurie. I like Greg Laurie. So good. He I, is. I probably I, overuse I, him, Tony Evans and John Piper and body Bachman and body, too much. Yeah. But you know what? How can you not? Those guys right. are awesome. They're, they're yep. just great. So, but, um, he says, I've, I, I've heard people say for years, I, I don't have much. And let me put it this way. If you use what you have for God, he will put more in your hands. That's, he's actually almost quoting the scripture mm-hmm. you just read. Uh, and that's a principle in the word of God. Yep. So if you end up hoarding, you end up like mine, 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 you're not going to have the press down, shake together, running over into your lap right. because God's not going to give it to you. Yep. You're never going to see that blessing. You're never going to know what it's like because you have been so, can I just say, yep. defiant against what God wants right. you to yeah. do. And what you need to hear God in your mind saying, did I already give that to you? Mm-hmm. Isn't that mine? Mm-hmm. It's not yours. Yeah. It's mine. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's very, I think of Job, you know, it's like the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, yeah, you know, everything I have is not mine anyways. And it's like, wow, wow, how, you know, with everything he was going through, you know, how how mature is the word that comes to my mind, you know, is that. And and that's what this is really all about. It's it's about maturing. It's about maturing in our faith. And the more we mature, the more we grow closer to God, the more we we read scripture, you know, then we should be willing to to be generous. Gotcha. With our with our money, with our time, with our our talents, whatever that is, our gifts. Yeah, exactly. I, I love like this what you said. You said, "Remember, we need to be faithful with what God has given exactly to us." Um, and, and you know that's that's the truth. Is just just a great reminder. It's not mine to begin with. Exactly. It's not. It's not ours. And I and I think it's one of the hardest things in the world um, to, um, to to get into our mind because we get in this thing. It is mine. It right. is. It's my house. Right. It's my car. It's my mm-hmm. clothes. It's my yard. It's my. It's my job. It's my right. kids. It's 
And it's really not. Right. It's, it's, it's none of that. Um, here's the thing. Giving, I think giving challenges us and being generous challenges us because it challenges your selfishness. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be selfish with your time. You can be selfish with your money, selfish with your talents. And uh, But you have to realize that generosity is the nature of God. Right. It is the nature of God. It's who he is. And uh, I think the problem with the church today is we like to stay the same. Right. We don't like to, we don't like to move because it, we think it is mine. Right. Instead of God. This is the church of Christ. Right. Period. Yep. So if it's his, he tells us what to do. I don't care what anybody else says. It's mm-hmm. mine, my, my, mine. It, it is the church of Jesus Christ. And we can understand that God is our creator and everything we have is from him. Mm-hmm. How about Colossians 1? Very good. 17. Very good. Says, um, Through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth, and he made things that we can see and things that we can't see, mm. such as thrones and kingdoms and rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. Mm-hmm. Everything was created through him and for him. And I think that I was going to say, I think that one sentence kind of gets lost in there a lot. Does not that not just that everything was created through him, but it was also created for him. For him, you know, and that goes back to what you said earlier. Our lives should be lives of worship. Our attitudes should be attitudes of worship because exactly. it's all for God. Exactly, one hundred percent. And so that I think I really do think that you know it was what eight words or whatever it is there. Yeah, yeah. they get lost in that kind of section. But the truth is, is that everything. It was created by God and for God. And, and so when we, we, we have to realize that you have to be intentional to do that because right. if you're not intentional to do that, here's what happens. Your selfishness, your, in your selfish mode kicks in and we are selfish people by nature. I don't care how great you think you are. We are all selfish pe- yeah. people by nature. We set expectations. We do certain things. And so it's, it's very difficult. So I, I put selfishness, a definition of selfishness. And here's what it is. Lacking consideration for others, concerned cheaply with one's own personal profit, or pleasure, and having a total disregard for anyone except yourself. Yeah, that is pretty much selfish as defined. I've thought about this. That's before not a follower of Christ. No. What What if Jesus would have been selfish? Well, you, know, you you see you see his prayer in the garden of God. If there's any other way, right? But I love how he, he closes that out. He says, "But not my will, your will be done." Exactly. Um, you know, if, but if Jesus would have been selfish, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. Exactly. Because there would be no need to because we would be destined for hell because, exactly. you know, 100%. we would still be separated from God. Exactly. But 100%. Jesus wasn't selfish. You know, I, I look at, look at that. He was the total opposite of that, that definition exactly. that you just read. Exactly. 100%. You know, he didn't have a total disregard for anyone except himself. He had a total disregard for himself only, for his body. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. Um, I read a couple of convicting scriptures I liked um, is Romans 8, 5. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature, think about sinful things. That means you're selfish, right? Yeah. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, think about things that pleases God. So if I'm controlled by the Holy Spirit, I'm going to be less to go mine, 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 right? Right. Okay. Exactly. And the other one was 2 Corinthians five fifteen. It says, he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. So when we make that commitment that yep. that those three um, young ones made yesterday, yep. and when we accept Jesus as our Savior, when we're baptized, guess what? We're not we're no longer living for ourselves. No, we're now living for God. It says instead they will live for Christ, who died and was raised for them. Exactly. So the question is: is why why does God want us to be generous? Mm. It's because you're 
putting love in action. You're yeah. you're emulating God. Yeah. God is generous, so that's what we have yeah. to do. You, if you're if you're a Christian, you are going to love people. You're going to you're going to put people above yourself, and this is a very very difficult thing to do yeah. in our world in our society. Because I mean, we've already talked about you know being married, but you know you're going to be coming up for your anniversary. I'm coming up in a, in about a month and a half, and you know if I told Anita every day I loved her, but I treated her like garbage. Well, right. she's going to know by my actions that mm-hmm. I really don't love her. She's like, why does he tell me? Why he does he say me that when he yeah. treats me like? I'm like garbage. This is this is not good. Exactly. Um, it, it, your your Christianity is in your actions. Mm-hmm. It's not by you attending church or giving your money or anything else. It's by your actions and what you do. So Jesus says in John 15, mm-hmm. by your fruit they will recognize you. So exactly. People are like they've told me, Craig, you're judgmental. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. If you're a gossip and a slander and you're bitter and you're always talking bad about somebody. Your actions have judged you. You already judged yep. yourself exactly by mm-hmm. your actions. Your fruit just yep. demonstrated your tree has nothing on it. Right. And Jesus eventually says that tree is going to be yeah. cut down and thrown into the fire. The, folks, I, I, if you could just pinpoint the spiritual yep. on this and stop thinking about the physical. And yep. I don't care if you've been a Christian one year or a hundred years. Um, this is really... Once you get this, yeah. it changes who you are. Yep. You roll differently. Yep. Your heart totally is in a different, in a different place. Yep. I love first John four, nineteen and twenty, which is also convicting. Mm-hmm. We love each other because he first loved us. If somebody says I love God but hates his fellow believer, the person is a liar. For if we don't love people that we can see, how can we love God who we cannot see? Mm. So good. So plain. Yeah. But uh, I agree with you. Very convicting. Exactly. You know, and it's like you you were talking about how our, our actions, you know, prove that we're followers of him. You know, that phrase has been thrown around for so long. Exactly. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah, and it's do. true. If someone says something, if you if you tell Anita that you love her every single day, but you don't prove it by your actions, she's not going to believe you. Not at all. No one's going to believe not you. Not at all. I love that. 2,152 times. That's how many times the Bible talks about being generous, giving. Exactly. Um, that's a lot that's of times. That's That's more. Did you know the Bible talks more about generosity and giving than it does faith and uh, belief mm-hmm. and love all combined? Did you know that? That's crazy. So if you think about that, too, do you? Th- I think I know the answer to this question, but do you think that's because we're selfish people? I do. I do, too. I do, too. And so, you know, here's the thing that people need to realize that if God's word says something 2,152 times, it is very important. It's there and for a reason. And so yeah. you need to really understand this. Even your ability to get up and go to work today is a gift from God that you yeah. can get up and go to work today mm-hmm. to earn a living, to do what you have to do, to pay your bills, but also give back to him what already is him. So let me just tell you this, by you sharing your French fries back with him. Exactly. That's what you have to do. Exactly. Because they're his fries. Right. So you have to give back to him. I can't tell how many people brought the fry thing up after church yesterday. Right. See, that's a nice people thing. People were like, about, I don't like sharing my fries. I don't like sharing. Okay, you missed the point. Um, that's the nice thing about being the one who cooks in the house. Like, I just <laughs> take stuff as I'm cooking anyway. So it's like, I, you know, I have to taste test. I have to make exactly. sure that it's going to be good for him. So here's here's what happens. And um, I did spend a few minutes, a, a minute or two on this yesterday. Instead of opening our hands to God, we have clenched fists to God. Mm-hmm. And this is a terrible place to be in. And if you clench your fist really hard, eventually it starts to wear on mm-hmm. you. And uh, because we're like, no, it's mine. It's mine. And, um, you know, I've I've. I've heard people, you know, talk so much about, you know, the church. All they want is your money. That's not true, though. Right? It's, it's not true. We 
Yeah, the, the church. <laughs> what? Yesterday, what? you were like, we don't want all your money. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I was like, everybody says, you know, oh, the church wants your money. Uh, it's all they want is your money, and I'm like, it's not true. We don't want it all, right? <laughs> Some of it. Yeah. But the other things that we do want is your time and your talents, and we want you to glorify God. Yes. We want you to disciple. Yep. We want you to make disciples. Which raise your kids, who raises their kids, who raises your great grandkids mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. disciples of Jesus Christ. We want you to be the light and the hope of Jesus Christ in a very dark world. Yes. That's that's all a part of the plan. Money is just one pinhole. Exactly. It's all the big picture mm-hmm. of, of 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 generosity and um and so. But I know that there are people and Christians who sit in, sit in our church every single week with clenched fist. Yeah. I know it, yep. um, especially when it comes to um, giving, when it comes to serving, when it comes to reaching out. Uh, there are people with clenched fists who, who refuses to change. Mm-hmm. You know something? I'm going to tell you something. This is also a part of generosity because mm-hmm. you are fighting for mine, mine, mine because right. you don't like yep. something. You don't like exactly. songs that are sung. Folks, I'm going to tell you again, it doesn't matter what you like or what you don't mm-hmm. like. I, I'm sorry. I, I I'm sorry. We, we will never agree on this. Yep. It doesn't matter what you like or don't like. It doesn't matter what your parents or grandparents did 50 years ago. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's all about glorifying God. And if you're yes. looking forward, looking backwards, you're not looking forward. And so now you're not glorifying yeah. God and you don't have a heart of generosity. The only time it matters, and this is just super black and white. The only time it's matter, it matters is if something is done or something in it that is said is untheological. And that's the if only it time goes it against God's word. If it doesn't go against God's word, if it's not untheological, then guess what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't know how to be more plain about that. Exactly. Well, and, and it, yeah, and the only thing that does, you're right, the only thing that does matter is theological, yep. doctrinal, yes. scriptural. Yep. That's it. Scriptural? Is that what I said? Scriptural. Scriptural. Yeah. It's the um, it's the it's the CBV version. Oh, okay, Craig right. Bradley. You know yeah. yeah, yeah. Scriptural. So anyway, here um, the th- here's the thing: when you open up your hands, mm-hmm. you say you trust God, and you know here's the thing about a lot of church folk: they like to know how it's going to be done. They like every plan. They like to know how it's going to get paid for. You're not always going to know the answer right. to that, and that's how you got to trust God. Yep. You know what? Here here's the thing that you need to find out: you need to trust God for your next step. You don't need to see the whole football field. You need to see just your next step yeah, that's and why, trust God for the next step. That's why the Bible says, you know, that your word is a what? Lamp, oh, lamp. to my feet. It's not a, a beacon that's shining and showing you everything yeah. in front of you. It's a lamp for my feet. That means it's guiding your next that. step. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's your step, step by step with God. And I don't know where the next step yep. is. Yep. And, and, you know what? A lot of Christians don't want to get there because they don't want to get there. Right. They've made their mind up. It's too hard. Yep. It's just too hard. Yeah. Um, so here's uh, nine things I gave um, benefits of being generous. Number one, it honors God. Second mm-hmm. Corinthians nine thirteen. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God. And that's what it's all about, right? Yep. For your generosity to them and to all the believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. Amen. Boom. Benefit number two, it draws you closer to God. So first it honors God, but then it draws you closer to God. In Deuteronomy 14:23 it says, "Doing this will teach you always to fear the Lord your God." And then Matthew 6:21 Jesus says, "For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also." You know the thing about that Deuteronomy 14:23 uh, verse is that um if you read that if you read that uh chapter, mm-hmm. it actually talks about bringing your 
um, tithes into yes. a designated place of worship. Yes. Yep. And then it ends with that 1420, uh, Deuteronomy 1423, doing this will teach you to always fear the Lord your God. Yeah. God has a standard in way. Right. And he's trying to teach us what we need to see. Yeah. Uh, he has, he has a, he, some things never change. So that's part of it that, mm-hmm. that doesn't change. Okay. Here's number three. It makes me more like Jesus. Who don't want to be more like Jesus, right? Right. Proverbs 21, 26. Some people are always greedy for more, but the godly love to give. And we have already said that God, mm-hmm. Jesus is a giver. Acts twenty thirty five. You should remember the words of our Lord Jesus. It's more blessed to give than to receive. And mm-hmm. you know, he's actually right. Yes. Yep. Do you get joy giving? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and and the great thing is, is you get more like, like Christmas time. Yeah, like the past like three, four Christmases, like I don't know that Allie and I have bought each other anything. Like maybe one thing here and there. Like because every day's Christmas. In every the day's Christmas. Chanel household. household. Yeah. No, yeah. no, she actually got in trouble a couple of years ago because she did buy me. She bought me a big tool set, which you know she got it on sale and it was nice, and and I did need it, and I use it all the time. But Dude, never we get mad at a gift, right? I, mean, I guess. But we rarely get gifts because you know what? We love watching our kids open gifts. Yeah. You know, we love watching them get excited about what they get, and we honestly we don't go overboard with them either. Yeah, right. Because right. they've got grandparents that spoil the. The snot that's what grandparents are for. That's what grandparents are for. Um, but that's, you know, that's the great thing is, you know, right. it is better. He's right. It yeah. is better to give than receive. It is. Like you get so much joy just seeing the joy that other people get from the gift. Exactly. Um, benefit number four is it's a cure for materialism. And that is something that I, I think if we're all honest, we can all be a little bit materialistic. Right. Um, Matthew chapter six, verse 24 says, no one can serve two masters. For you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. That is a good scripture. Mm-hmm. It's your priorities. It's your heart. Exactly. And, and you said, and I, I can't remember if you said it right here or not, but it doesn't mean that you can't have nice things. No. It, was, it doesn't mean that you can't have a camper. It doesn't mean that you can't right. have a boat. It doesn't mean that you can't have a nice house exactly. or a nice car. You know, But you can't be like you know yeah. materialistic about exactly. it. Exactly. And yeah. Number five, it demonstrates your faith. This is huge. It is. A, it does demonstrate your it faith. Does, yes. Philemon one six. I'm praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith, meaning I trust God, right? Yes. As you are understand and experience all all the good things that we have in Christ. Yes, it's huge. Yeah, because the truth is, is that a lot of times when when you um, do trust God and you um, you know you are generous, you're not sure of what that next step looks like. Yeah, there's this thing that comes into play, and it's called God math. God's got it all, like all figured out. God math. God math. And he's got – Rick Clark was like, you were talking, and I was out here, and he was like – you know, and, and I've, I've called it that before, too. He's like, oh, that's what I like to call God math. You know, it's like, yes, yes, it is. That's good. That's good stuff. Um, benefit number – what is that? Six? six yeah. Um, it reveals your character and your heart. This is huge. Luke 16, 11 says, if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth – who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? You know, it, it all goes back to your heart. Are you mm-hmm. generous or are you selfish? Yeah. I'd like to say I'm generous all the time, but I also know that I'm selfish. So Absolutely. I, I, I have to keep moving and be intentional about moving toward the generous and there's side. there's that word again. Yep. Number seven, brings God's blessing. And this is what we want. We want the blessing of God, don't mm-hmm. we? We don't want it just to benefit ourselves, but we want the blessing of God. So everybody understands this. So, yes. and, and I think the more you serve, the more you give your talents, um, God's going to bless you. So Proverbs 22, nine, blessed are those who are generous. Very simple and plain. Yep. Absolutely. Benefit number seven, 
eight and this or sorry, eight. You're right. You're good. I apologize. So the way mine the two pulled, sevens, the well, other the, seven. Well, the way mine pulled in, it goes one, two, three because they're they're on three different slides. So oh, gotcha, one, two, gotcha, three, gotcha. One, two, three, one, two, three. I gotcha. So I'm trying to do quick math. God's math is better than Brandon math because yeah. I grew up in Virginia. Yeah, you can spell, but you can't add. I can't add. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I yeah. Anyways, so the other number seven. The other number seven, <laughs> and this is this is big. It refreshes you. It is big. It is big. Proverbs eleven twenty five. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. You know, I didn't go into a whole lot of explanation yesterday about this, but it's actually opening your hands. Yeah. How refreshing is that? Yeah. It takes the tension off. Yeah, it takes the tension off. Yeah. You bless others, God will in turn bless you. Exactly. And then number nine. The real number nine. The real number nine. Brings God's protection. This is the scripture you were supposed to come up on that I was starting to search. I'm like, where is he? He ain't here. I was there. Okay, here we go. Psalm 112 verses 5 and 6. Good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. Mm. Such people will not be overcome by evil. You, when you start reading the Bible in these verses, those, those lines get caught and get lost. So, such people will not be overcome by evil. Mm-hmm. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. And this is huge. This is yep. a huge verse. Um, you, basically, you're doing what God wants you to do. Evil's not going to come your way. You cannot do the good thing for God when you're tight-fisted. And it's all mine, mine, mine. I love that. I'm going to yep. use that. I'm going to use those birds the next time. Yes. Let me know. We'll, so, we'll pull the clip off. <laughs> But this is God's way. This yes. is God's principles. And, you know, this is not, I, I, when you look at spiritual things and the, and the kingdom principles, they go totally opposite against the world. Yep. Um, this stuff goes totally opposite against what you want to do. Right. Right. If it, it, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Because, um, God wants you to see another way. And when he, it's kind of like the whole thing when, you know, God says, thou shall not do this. You shall not do this. Or God is trying to protect you to give you exactly. the best life you can live here. Right. So when God says, you know, Sex is reserved for marriage. Mm-hmm. You know why he's doing that? He's, he's not trying, trying to, to kill your you. fun. Right. He's trying to keep you healthy. Yep. He's trying to keep you alive. He's trying to keep you from guilt and shame. You know how many people I've sat and talked to in my lifetime who had multiple partners and they said they can't get over the guilt and the shame even yeah. though they've been, it's infected their marriage. It's affected their life. Mm-hmm. They can't get over it. That's the reason why God wants your purity. Exactly. That's the reason why God wants you with one person. Mm-hmm. He's not a tyrant. He's trying to tell you. Right. It's kind of like you telling your kids, hey, I don't want you riding your bikes on Route 4. Right, right. It's not because you're trying to be a tyrant. Mm-hmm. It's the best place to ride, Dad. Yeah. I don't care. Don't do it. Right. You're trying to save their life. Exactly. Man, and Route 4 is crazy anyway. Route 4 is crazy. Wow. Way crazy. But anyways, yeah. But anyway, um, if, we, if we just did what God wanted us to do, think about how much better that would be. That's so, like an everyday thing, though. Yeah, exactly. If I just would have done what God wanted me to do. Exactly. So a few few things before we get uh, rolling and signing off as a men's Bible study. New study starts New study. Wednesday, Wednesday night, May 3rd, 7 to 8 o'clock. The 21 toughest questions your kids will ask about Christianity. Mm-hmm. There you go. Glad they narrowed it down. Narrowed it down to 21. Walk for Life is Saturday, May 6th. Can you yep. believe it? I hope they have good weather. Oh, I hope so. We also have Night of Prayer coming up next Tuesday, mm-hmm. May 9th, 6 p.m. We're meeting out in the shelter house, mm-hmm. weather permitting. So we'll see. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. Cross our fingers. Baby bottle campaign coming up on, uh, well, it starts uh, on Mother's Day. Mother's That's Day. two weeks two from weeks now, from right? Now, yeah. Is that May, the 14th? May 14th, yeah. yeah. Come get your baby bottles, fill them up with 
money and good stuff. Money. Diamonds. Di- okay, that's good too. Gold. Gold. Silver. Gold and yeah. diamonds. Rubies. And then um, we got Vacation Bible School coming up, and uh, whenever I put that on their radar, July 10th through 14th, 5.30 to 7.30, um, you can um, help out. You can call the church office, get a hold of Sue, Sue Ellen Ackerman. She'll get you set up and ready to go. And just a, one more reminder, in the Welcome Center, we uh, la- this past Sunday and this coming Sunday, we have our children's ministry mm-hmm. department setting up. And uh, children's ministry uh, really does need your help. They absolutely they, they are need overloaded your help. with kids, man. I'm telling you, there's kids coming from all dimensions. Yeah, I mean, they're having a ton of kids. Yeah, I mean, anywhere from seventy. Good, it's to, a good problem. It's a good to problem. Have. Seventy to ninety. I, kids. It's not even a problem, but. No, not at all. It is when you don't have the volunteers to exactly. to staff it. But. Well, you can volunteer to help work in the children's uh, welcome desk, which is important. You're going to be the first to greet people as they mm-hmm. come in and help, um, get parents and kids signed in. You can be a lead teacher. Mm-hmm. You can just help in the classroom as a helper, or you can be placed on a standby sub yeah. list, which is very important. It is very important. It means you just have to be ready uh, to go. Uh, you can also volunteer in the Good News Store to help out. Um, with that, which they give their Bible verses, their memory mm-hmm. verse, and then they get something in the store. So that's a cool yep. place to go. And then you can also help out on social media. So there's a few areas um, yep. that you can um, help out with. So and just remember this too. You know, I, I, people get freaked out when you're like, "Hey, will you serve in this ministry?" It's they're not looking for you to be there every waking hour of every die. of every day till you die. You know, a lot of a lot of those positions they're looking like once a month. Exactly. Um. So. If you want to help out more, that's that's totally yes, up that's to you. on you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And there are some people that do, and that's great. Yep, exactly. But. So um, then we've got uh, this coming Sunday is the fourth installment of Level Up. We're going to the fourth level. Level four. And we're talking about the last days. Quack, quack, level quack, up quack, in the last quack, quack, days. Quack. And this is tough because I think we need to be ready. We need absolutely. to be ready. There's the culture's changing. Mm-hmm. God's calling us to do mm-hmm. things. And so... Um, you know, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I, I just want you to be ready to come in, hear God, hear the word of God, what God wants you to do. Don't be swayed by the culture. Don't be swayed by the media. Don't be swayed by the White House or the government. Don't let them get into your mind and pull you away from God, mm-hmm. no matter what they say or do. You stand strong for God. And, um, that's what has, that's what has to happen. So I don't know if I have anything else. Wow. That was a lot though. Was it? I don't know. No, no. There's a lot going. On. There's a lot coming up. But is there coffee left over? I hope so. Okay. If not, I'm going to make another pot because I haven't had enough. So I've never. Have I ever had enough coffee? I don't know. But thanks again uh, for listening and uh, for being with us each week. For those of you who who listen in each week, um, for putting up with our nonsense sometimes. It is nonsense, isn't it? Sometimes. Um, for listening to Craig. And pick on me. Um, I leave out of here every week, and I go to my office, and I cry. I don't pick on you, bro. Yeah, I don't cry. I just dropped my phone down on the uh, table, on, and my Tim Hortons app came up. Does that is that a it's sign, a from, sign God? from God? God's like, you need to go to Tim Hortons. And get something for Brandon, because it's better to give than receive. <laughs> I can do that if you like. Okay, have you seen... I got 573 points. You got more points than I do right now. I used mine oh, the other day, but okay. um, have you seen the new like Oreo... Thing. I've, I've seen it. I, I haven't talked had about it, that. but I've seen it. I want to try the cold brew with Oreo crumbles on top. Is that is that is that a new Beeb's brew with uh, Beeb crumbles? I don't know if yeah. You keep saying that they're going to have Beeb season around I mean, the corner. They've always had it for the last like three years. It's they? two or three years now, but I really hope they do it 
I mean, how can they not do it again? He's from Canada. You know what? I'm going to ask them next time I go there. I'm like, hey, I have a really good friend of mine. Her name is Brandon Chenault. <laughs> I mean, his name is Brandon Chenault, and he really loves Justin Bieber. Are you doing the Bieber season again? Right. If they do on. it, I'm buying me a, a Tim a Biebs beanie. You're gonna wear it, aren't you? I'll wear. I'll wear that thing hunting, man. <sighs> Perfect. Yeah. Hey, real quick. I'm so get off on this I have no idea. I dropped my phone. You dropped your phone. God was like, "Hey, Tim Hortons." Um, some things are just by chance. I don't know that God is. was telling you Tim Hortons. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, so um, a few a couple months ago, I remember I got called out for something, and I can't even remember what it was, so it wasn't that bad. But um, I remember Kevin Beal ratted me out. Oh, it was when I when I spoke and you weren't here. Okay. He ratted me out for going overtime. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you always go overtime. Well, I'm ratting Kevin out now because last week he was talking about, um, you know, Supporting me in my, my race this past weekend and everything. And he said that he was going to have some blueberry Timbits waiting for me this Sunday morning. And guess what did not happen? I didn't see any blueberry Timbits yesterday. And so I said something to him and, and he was like, Oh man, I've got a, I forgot completely about that. And, and so he texted me yesterday afternoon and was like, Hey, the Timbit fairy will show up when you least expect it. So now he, did he call himself the Timbit fairy? I think he's self-proclaimed self. How big is his wings? Have I'm not sure. Okay, I haven't seen him yet, okay, but gotcha, I'm waiting. Gotcha. But he said, they're going to show up when, when I least expect it. And I'm like, the last thing I need is Timbits. So you'll eat them. I'll, well, I will definitely eat them, but yeah. I just yeah. like to give Kevin a hard time. We appreciate Kevin. He yeah. listens and is a diehard good... listener. He's listened to every single yep. episode. I think Everyone. twice. Twice. No, I don't know about that. I, I don't know but. if everybody has listened to every single episode, but if you have, thank yep. you for that. But exactly. I know he's listened to every, and he'll refer back to things that happened a year ago. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't remember that. And he's like, you don't remember that? And I'm like, no, man, we know this is off the top of our heads. Yeah. So, so thanks, Kevin. And, and yes, thanks for all the encouragement too. You, we, we do appreciate you. Yeah. I don't even eat though we Timbits, but Brandon does. Oh, you'll eat some blueberry Timbits. You know, you would. Mm. My maybe. I like those cherry ones. The cherry ones are good too. If they bring beep season back. Yeah. But all right, well, we should probably quit rambling because yeah. people are tired of hearing about beep season. Yeah, about I beep am. Season. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, hey, you have a great week. You too. Ignore the weather outside. Oh gosh. And um, we'll catch everybody else next week. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.